You are listening to the TF Cast, a Mankato-based arts and culture podcast where we hear stories of upcoming projects and get to know the people making things happen all across southern Minnesota. This podcast was recorded February 10th, 2021. Hello and welcome to episode 32 of the TF Cast. Today with us we have a musician, Stacy K. Stacy, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been up to here recently. Well, hello. I am a singer-songwriter um, for for many, many years now. Um, and uh, what have I been up to? Well, I've been, um, you know, just playing music. <laughs> um, despite uh, also having a bunch of children and, and a hobby farm. Um Uh, No, for real, though, I'm uh, putting out a new single called Moving On. Um, So that's kind of been the most recent happenings in my musical world. Um, When's that dropping for folks? Well, uh, the date is February uh, 14th, I think, or 13th. What's the Friday? That Friday is a music video. And then the following Friday... Uh, would be either the 20th or the 21st, if I my math is right, that would be when the song uh, would be like on all the platforms. So, yeah. Very neat. Mm-hmm. Hobby farm, music. Um, and you, you mentioned the video. Can you uh, tee that up for people? Like, uh, what what is the video? I don't know, maybe give a little, give a little preview or... Sure, give a audio or like a visual audio preview. Yeah. Uh, the video is, um, you know, I actually got the uh, privilege, I would say, to work with Daniel Hiding on it. Um, and if, if you don't know who Dan Hiding is, he's a videographer um, from Minneapolis that I would say works uh, with the A, you know the A team of musicians. So I felt a little lucky to work with him on it. Um, and, uh, so he caught some real cool shots, um, of, you know, the sunset and just, it's more of my shadow type of thing. And then the, we recorded it, filmed it actually last year, uh, at this time, and I was wearing a sheer, my grandmother's sheer uh, dress that she wore, I think, for my mom's and dad's wedding. So now I have, it's like this orange, like, flowy, like, and it's basically see-through. And I could you not, it was freezing, like, 40, 50, the wind, mm. you know, and the, and I'm <laughs> like, why <laughs> What am I doing? But um, one of the cool shots that we did, it so happened to be the full moon. And so we waited and I had to run across the field to get in the right position of where the moon was coming up. And um, and then like strike all these poses with the moon as the backdrop. And I'm like a silhouette. Anyway, it was really cold, but it was really cool. You know, the... The... Uh, the visual. <laughs> How has working as a musician been over the last year or so? I mean, you, you said you um, filmed that video a whole year ago and you mm-hmm. know, here we are now. Yeah. Um, well, 2020 was just, you know, lovely. Um, 
Let's see. You know, I didn't put out the song because of the pandemic, really. Um, the hard drive actually was lost in in Minneapolis for a while. Mm. And I actually just got it back. Um, so that's why I'm putting it out now and it just works that way. But yeah, 2020, let's see. I, put, I did a show in a live show in January. And then I don't even know what I did. Then it was just like the world turned upside down, you know, and um, a few gigs of mine were I sang for a couple funerals. Mm. God. <laughs> yeah. So, and then what else did I do? I don't know. Oh, I did um, uh, in the summer, I recorded with Colin Scharf for the River. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we just talked about that the other day. Yeah. The um, Christmas album. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that was like cool yeah. to be a part of that. And um, yeah. There's also um, Long Road that came out 2020. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I released Long Road. I was doing um, a friend of mine had mentioned that September was recovery month and I am in recovery myself. Um, and I didn't know that September was recovery month. And actually my anniversary is in September too. So I found out and I had this song called Long Road that kind of just was in my, I didn't release it. I didn't know when, I didn't know how or what the point, but the song itself is about recovery. And so I found out and like literally forced kind of my husband to record me on our hobby farm with the animals and re- did the video myself and got it out in like two weeks. Oh, wow. And, um, I was just inspired, you know, after I had found out that September was recovery month. So it's like, well, I have a story and, and a song and a reason. Um, and so then, uh, yeah, I, had no, I, you know, you send it out to all the places of media and, um, it was pretty sweet. Uh, the current made it song of the day, Mm. which I was like, Oh, that's, that's just cool. You know? Um, so, so it did well inspiration, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I I was going to say, I looking, looking through your, um, your release, your releases on Spotify and doing a little bit of research before this, you you have been um, just doing a bunch of singles. Are you working up towards an album or um, is it just the thing now to people? Oh, yeah, you know, that's a good mm-hmm. question. I So the reason I started doing singles was because I got pregnant. So I was like, I have these songs, but I'm not ready to tour, you know, I mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then... And then what happened? And then I actually put out an, uh, a, like an EP with a side project called Mr. Doctor. Um, so I got, when did I have a baby? Like 2017 EP with Mr. Doctor came out in 2017. Then, yeah, it's just like life. I think it's kind of the thing to do right now, but mm-hmm. it just so happens that it putting in an album out and then going out on tour and all of that, what wasn't, uh, lining up with what was happening in my life because I've been taking care of these small children. Um, 
That being said, I had inspiration to write one more song and then take all those singles and then just put out an album that way. Uh, And I'm also considering just leaving it as is and then just writing a whole new album. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I I haven't actually been exposed to any of the Mr. Doctor stuff except for the song you just played for us. Could you just, you know, briefly describe what Mr. Doctor is and, you know. So, Mr. Doctor is a duo with a very good friend of mine uh, and musician. His name is Dave Mailing. Um, We used to, I used to live in like this music house, I guess you want to call it, uh, in Minneapolis. And so we lived together for maybe three years or something. Um, And the name Mr. Doctor came about because the upstairs roommate was trying to name her cat. So we're Mm -hmm. like... Mr. Doctor. And I'm like, Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to put that in my notes and save it. Um, and then what happened? His guitar player, uh, and wife were having a baby and then like someone was getting married or whatever. So his band was taking a bit of a break and we had written all these songs together in the basement. So we decided to do something because nothing else was going on basically. Um, so that's how Mr. Doctor was born. Yeah, he's like a brother, you know. We're just great friends, and so Mr. Doctor exists as a duo. Then, yeah, it's more of a duo, and it's him and I, and then you know we'll get like a drummer and bass player or something sometimes, or we'll just play the two of us. It's a uh, two guitars. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. He plays guitar. He also plays piano. Um, I don't think he pl- he played piano on all the songs on the EP, but. When we play live, it's usually, yeah, two guitars and two voices. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, So what got you started with music? Like, how'd you become a musician? Hmm. How does that happen? Uh, That's a good question. I started playing guitar, like, when I was in second grade. Um, Just like this kid who, I don't know what I was, you know, I just hung out in my room and played guitar alone uh, listened to a bunch of, I was obsessed with all my mom's records. So I'd lay on the floor and then I'd start learning those songs by ear on guitar. And, um, what what was she listening to? Well, it was from her high school days, right? So one of the albums that I became real obsessed with was a band called Bread. Hmm. Ever heard hmm. that band? I have heard of Bread. Okay. I, I've inher- inherited a few record collections, so yeah, I'm sure I've heard it, but I I couldn't not off right. the top of my head. Uh, so Bread, Steve Miller Band, Fleetwood Mac. Um, then all then she was into her pop stuff. So there was like Donna Summer, you know, learning how to disco alone in my room. <laughs> 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 like way beyond like the years when disco was cool. Um, um, yeah. So that's kind of, I just started playing music that way. Um, and you know, like on a mental where you use things to get through stuff. I, my parents were divorced when I was young. So like, uh, music helped me kind of cope with things of that nature and, mm -mm. um, yeah. And then it just kind of progressed from there. You know, I was, when I was 18, I was uh, hired by the Johnny Home Band. So I graduated from high school and said, see you guys. Mm. And did that for a good four years. And 
and he then was uh, mostly on the road during that time. Yeah, he's a busy. That's a busy machine. So um, for sure, you know, summers you're out sometimes a couple weeks at a time, and then every weekend or Wednesday through Saturday type of thing. Yeah. Reverse weekend. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. The nightlife. So, yeah, and then um, moved to Minneapolis after that and started, or during that, and started uh, writing and playing out my original stuff, and here I am. Yeah, back in... in a fast forward. So, uh, you mentioned something about uh, ther- whether, I guess what you were getting at maybe was that music is a little bit therapeutic for you. Oh, Would yeah. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, therapeutic and just, it's in a sense, I mean, all the songs are, auto, you know, what's the word? Autobiographical. Is, am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Autobiographical? I think so. Is, I think you got it. <laughs> um, but, you know, you might switch a few things just maybe simply because it rhymes, you know, or or it's like you don't want to pull the curtain totally yeah. <laughs> how how do you how do you um go about writing like that? Do you start with a sentiment or um like what's your writing process? Hmm. Um you know, some songs are written over a long period of time. Um some just like wash over like a weird like oh, I I have to like go do write this down right now. Mm-hmm. Um I like those. Cause it's then like done. It's mm-hmm. weird how it happens, but it's, oh, it's kind of, uh, magical maybe. Um, and I know that a lot of songwriters experience that too, where it's like, this one just came out and then this one has taken forever. Lately I've used, um, the recording in my iPhone, um, just to like sing out phrases or I'll get ideas like I want to write a song about this subject and I'll put it in my notes just as a reminder of little ideas. Um, just cause I'm busier with children now. Mm-hmm. So, so you just start with the voice or the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, voice, both either or mm-hmm. yeah, it's never the same really, you know, Sometimes piano, you know. Hmm. Yeah. What do you, What do you all play, anyways? You're multi instrumentalist. Um, I play. I'm most comfortable. I would say voice is first instrument. Uh, second guitar, piano. Um, I secretly only just want to be a bass player, but <laughs> I'm not. But I can play like simple bass, um, ukulele, and what else is there? I own a banjo, but I still have to learn how to play it. What? Mm-hmm. How How is that different from the guitar? I mean, I know it's much different, but like, it's not something you can just like, kind of like pick up as a guitar player. It's tuned differently. Uh, so like, I think the motion is different. Uh, and I think there's a different way that you pick. Yeah. The thumb pick, I think. Yeah. Like, a. would have to research. I have to like dive in a little bit more. On the banjo. Although there's some people have banjos, I think, that are tuned like a guitar, question mark. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, you could probably just, you can probably tune it however you want, but it's yeah. just not the traditional tuning. Too. Right. I'd want to like be traditional. Otherwise, I feel like I'm fake or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
you you mentioned uh, while we were talking about music being therapeutic, and I feel like I could really sense that in some of your videos, actually. Um, ad- additionally, that there was a, a strong element of nature in them. Oh. Do you connect with nature and uh, connect that to your music, or is is that more of just like how you like to make the videos? I would say it's the first that part that you said, you know, yeah, you know, converse, you guys have conversations with the moon ever? Not like, frequently. No. no. <laughs> you got it. It's been a bit. You know, yeah, you know, nature in that way where it's, um, I mean, I'm not like a full, full on tree hugger, but I am definitely, I feel like it's, we're all. Uh, connected in that regard um but yeah sunset you know uh, I, I did i say that i was after i um got out of recovery so i can't remember if i said that i was in it during this podcast or maybe before we started talking it was something to finally take witness to like sunrises mm. and sunsets and like i used and then i wanted to start a side project of just t-shirts with um sunsets on them because they're all like unique and amazing Mm -hmm. but when you're living in a bit of a cloud you don't notice that so yeah what what made you feel uh drawn particularly to the sunrise and sunset um being aware i think again you know the awareness of and it's always different never the same even though it's like you like usually you don't you just let's say you're driving home and you're like you're every day you drive home and the sun is setting or something Mm -hmm. and then that gets really monotonous and you don't take notice well then it's like i woke up again and i started noticing how Mm. different they always are and i always thought if i was a painter wouldn't it be cool if i could like emulate like how this looks i'm not a painter yeah. And that, I mean, there has to be some, like you've, you've gotten to the hobby farm thing you, you were saying, there has to be a strong connection there. Like what, what, what is the day like when you decide that you want to have a hobby farm and you start pursuing <laughs> that? Right. Oh man. You know, this adventure started because, um, our daughter Hazel is 12. Um, wanted chickens so it started with chickens last march you can get chickens from tractor supply or runnings Mm -hmm. so you know and um well the chickens led to uh cats which i joined five facebook cat groups (laughs) to find the cats that i felt i wanted um so that was pretty interesting uh, and then after cats came goats. Naturally. Right. Yeah. Does, is it like a, a three sisters garden kind of thing where like they all help each other somehow? <laughs> uh, the animals? Yeah. I mean like what, what I, I think goats are really cool animals, but I don't actually know what they do except for eat grass. Like it's pretty much all they do. Oh, well the thing is, okay. So growing up, my dad 
was a dairy farmer and I had to milk cows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we had the option of what kind of goats to get, I said, I am done milking cows or goats or, and then of course at the time when it was happening, I was still nursing my uh, daughter who was like, I don't, wasn't even one yet. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just don't even want to. No milk. Nope. No we're milk fine. Then. I don't need to do this. I remember to schedule myself. I don't want to go have to go milk the goat. <laughs> but you know, there's some people who do the hobby farm thing and, and like this woman I met and she's milking the goats and she's making soap and like the whole thing. And it sounds cool, but it's, I just, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of that, is it like a, a, long-term sustainability thing where you're trying to get off the grid or somewhat i mean in a way we're just like this messy thing happening that we have an idea we we kind of know where we're going with it and yet things are just naturally kind of revealing themselves to what actually is happening Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) um so the goats what we can we have angora goats and you they look like sheep so most Mm. people would think we have sheep but you can shear them and then sell their wool um, for whatever people do with that. Still need to research that avenue a little bit. Um, And then we were going to buy our livestock dog, which is a great Pyrenee. And we came back um, with two baby uh, Nigerian dwarf goats and a puppy that day. So we got two of those boys. Yeah. And then I was doing a live uh, show in May of last year and they left to go get some more goats, but instead came back with um, two donkeys. So we also wow. have that. What, did, what did, I actually don't know what a donkey does. A donkey is a guardian for livestock. Oh, mm-hmm. security donkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's way better than I thought yeah. a donkey was. Well, I think you can. They're they're uh, naturally a desert animal, I believe. And then, so they used them to get from point A to B at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pack animals. Yeah, but now they're just like big old dogs. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I've never like met or interacted with a donkey. You can come out whenever you want. Is it? They like follow you around. Yeah. Folia, uh, our again Hazel. She is obsessed. She takes his ho- takes horse lessons, so she's been training the donkeys when she's with us at the, our house. Mm-hmm. So you can ride them. Oh, and uh, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, they're funny. They're funny when they you know yell to be fed or if they're hungry or I mean they they the sound of a donkey echoing. Mm, yeah, they like bray, kind of. I don't know. I'm not going to make the sound the donkey <laughs> makes. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. Is, um, is the hobby farm space a, an inspiring space for a musician to reside? Yeah, you know, it's it's work. And it's also, they're just, I guess it's just like the caring for something that is alive, you know, I don't know. Mm. Um, we get fresh eggs every day. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. 
and the chickens. Uh, I don't know. I suppose it is. I haven't reflected on that a whole lot. Well, in your in your history of uh, music and living places, has it been? Is are you new to the hobby farm sort of thing? Or you mentioned you grew up on a farm. Yeah, I grew up half like halfway on a farm. Uh, okay. My dad was out on a farm, and I lived also in town with my mom. Okay. So I did a little bit of both. So like with my dad, I was farmer. Uh, my mom was a videographer, so with her, I did a lot of um, like video editing and. Hmm. Uh, stuff like that VHS style oh. and turn the dial or the dial. Um, and she had a company called memory makers video that I helped as a kid. Like I was like the B, you know, shots of things. Oh. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of both. Um, but yeah, like living on the hobby farm now, it feels like home, you know, I, I used to live in Minneapolis and so, you know, you're inspired by those surroundings too. It's just kind of wherever you go, you know, there you are type of thing. Mm-hmm. You're just a, a person who writes where they're at. Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I honestly just started writing a song yesterday and the first line says, sometimes I go out to the barn just so I can smoke. that sounds true (laughs) (laughs) it Uh, is (laughs) very honest (laughs) but you know because a lot of a lot of times those are those are like places where people do you've you've described a couple living situations that i think people kind of think of as like being these high creative energy but like you know kind of like the musician's houses more on the chaotic end than the farm and i I wonder if that's true like which Mm. one of those spaces seemed more chaotic to you than what the the comparing the the house of musicians or to the to the house of animals oh my god uh chaotic in their own special way right Mm. yeah it's like when i lived in the house with a bunch of musicians you know we were like we all lived together so we could pay rent and then also kind of have a life Mm -hmm. you know yeah um And so it was just a bunch of people in the house and we, yeah, it's a good time. Chaotic in that way of you're in your twenties and doing whatever you want to do, you know, um, this, but the other way is like, yeah, I mean, I can't tell you because I have a kid in diapers. Uh, we have shovel, I'm shoveling, Mm. s-h-i-t outside we have a dog that just had puppies so she's in another room while she goes uh number two in that room so it's chaotic in a sense like i am Mm. cleaning up shit Mm. on Mm. the daily like so that's a chaotic sense yeah (laughs) (laughs) out of the milk phase into the poop phase. yeah it's real (laughs) it's real i am like I don't even wear gloves anymore. I don't even care. (laughs) Wipe it up, get it over with, throw it in the trash outside, throw in the trash outside. That's the truth. Yeah. (laughs) Probably had a little bit less of that at the music house. Yeah. No. Yeah. We were, we were throwing a more like beer cans and stuff like that in the trash. Different kind of waste. uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
Thank God. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. What's wrong with you guys? Uh. <laughs> Although, if I would share this, he might hate me for it. I, my old bass player used to live with us, and then he moved out in with his girlfriend. And then he worked in Uptown. That's where we lived at the time. And he would, we only had one bathroom on our floor and he would come over during his noon break and just literally go to the bathroom <laughs> at my place because he used to live there <laughs> and then leave. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> well, some people have a thing about that. They don't want to go to the bathroom at work. You know? I guess not. But he's like, what? I used to live here. Yeah, you know, coming directly into someone's home just to go and leave, that does seem a little bit... I guess. There's some friction there. It was always welcome. He's always welcome to use the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Interesting. Well, um, let's bring it back to some music stuff, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) That. So the the songs you played for us today, there were um, three of them. Oh. Wait, I don't have them up here anymore. Um, one of them was move, moving, moving on, on. moving on, which mm-hmm. is the. Oh, hello. Am I there? Check, check. I, I'm here. We had. I, I felt like it cut out for a second. Did yeah. it cut out for you too? No, I don't think no, so. Good. Okay, maybe everything's okay. No problems. <laughs> um. So there's moving on, and there were uh, two other songs. Can you tell us a little bit about um, just just the songs that you played and why you chose those ones? Sure. Um, so, um, well, moving on is, uh, like I said before, a song um, the, that I'm having a video and mm-hmm. releasing now-ish. Um, the song, like you want to know what it's like about, about, or, uh, just, you know, you've got quite a, a range of, of songs to choose from. And I'm curious why you picked those ones. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, that's, I picked that one just cause I'm releasing it. <laughs> that's all. Um, it's nice to play it, to get used to playing it maybe too. Um, I picked wildflowers, uh, honestly, cause I like to play that one on guitar um, it's kind of, it's just more than a three chord song. So it's just a little bit more fun to play. Um, and, uh, then I, I picked, uh, heartbreaks, heart attacks. Um, I think melodically that one is kind of interesting. So, um, you know, choose the chord voicings and such. I kind of dig on that tune. Um, and then I tried to pick three songs that were a little more versatile. So it wasn't just kind of a drag the whole time or super chirpy the whole time or, mm. Mm. so yeah, moving on is about, um, well, it is about an, uh, an old friend slash lover of mine and we had been broken up for actually a while and I had heard that he was moving back to his home state and so this this was one of those songs that does just kind of like I was doing my dishes and um just the whole song came over so I just wrote it in that regard Hmm. uh wildflowers uh my now husband likes to think that it's about him um, truth be told, I wrote it before I met him 
But at the time I was, uh, it was my, it's my joke to say I was sober, celibate and single, which is true. I really was for like a good year, just like, you know, um, but I wrote this song wildflowers about like, just more of like putting out there, like, this is what, this is the type of person I would, I would mm. like spend my time with, you know, um, and then he arrived law of attraction or something there yeah i believe in that will will something into being Mm -hmm. put out the energy you want to receive absolutely that's a that's a real thing i think Mm -hmm. well that's that's about as good as you can hope for for something that's not about you if at least applies you know yeah (laughs) well now i'm like it's about you honey (laughs) it is um and then the heartbreaks heart attacks is uh, a song, um, God, uh, I guess it's kind of about a love relationship that's like either really high or really low. You know, there's no in between. So um, I don't really know. Mm. You know, the, the video that I always wanted to make because I'd, I've been pregnant for the last twice now in the last three years, I was like, we got to make the video of me pregnant, like smoking outside of, you know, some rundown place and like, mm. like creating this like horrible imagery of, you know, just, I just think it would vibe with that song. Well, it's mm. <laughs> that bad. T- so no, it's coming. fine. I mean, I wouldn't get pregnant again just for the music video. No. Like. <laughs> and it would be a fake cigarette, you know, <laughs> that would have some imagery. No, but coming soon, maybe. Yeah, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to get pregnant again. It's not my plan, but I would like to make some videos. Back to videos. There's one that I watched in my uh, diving through some of your material Mm -hmm. that I found. I'm forgetting the name of it, but it was uh, a while back. I think you were pregnant in that video, actually. Good chance. (laughs) There was a lot of really neat layers to it. Oh, was it? Was I in like a white dress sometimes? Yeah. Okay. So Dave Mailing from Dave Mr. Mailing. Doctor. Mr. Doctor. I yeah. asked him to uh, do that video. So he came down because he also does video work. Um, and I just let him roll with it. Mm. Um, so that was his creation on, he he did the the shooting the and the uh, the editing on that song. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I was I just very much enjoyed it. So yeah. Way. Yeah. He came down. He's the, the night before we got up super early. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we both kind of talked about like what I was seeing, but, uh, yeah, he, that was all him. Oh. Um, yeah, he wanted it to be like this inner inward. That was, that song is called movie. No, that one's called cheap thrills. Hmm. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I didn't watch any videos. Something like that. Yeah, it's Cheap Thrills. Okay. And um, yep, it's like, I think my spirit self, so to speak, is connecting with the human self and the guidance that, you know, listening to your inner whatever. Does that make sense? I'm not sure it does, but... Sure. Well, I think that's what the video is trying to show, yeah. you know, 
It it felt like there was maybe an element of conflict almost, but also that it was presented in sort of a psychedelic, mm-hmm. uh, psychedelic way. I, I just really was attached to the way that there was a lot of colors that I was maybe not expecting and, and some natures and layers and yeah, it, very well done too. Cool. Uh, well, I'll let him know Mr. that. Mr. Doctor. Yeah. So Dang. cool. I got one more on the music front. Um, I was, I, I noticed um, when I was, I was listening through all the stuff. I, I listened to all the singles you had, and then you had an album, two thousand thirteen Gla- Glass Houses album name. I don't oh yeah, the f- that was my first one. That okay. I put out. I mean, there's there's a there's a difference in you know the recordings and all that stuff. Um, like you know, how do you see yourself? Um, like, how has your style changed over the course of your? Um, work released work in your own words um or like I, what are you gravitating towards sure i would say in the beginning it started out mm, just in the category of like acoustic singer songwriter mm-hmm. you know um what what is that called? Where it's just like, you're not country, you're not this, you're not that. You're just like easy listening acoustic or something. I think maybe people just call that like singer-songwriter. Yeah. Folk. Folk, maybe, yeah. Uh, then moving forward, it kind of got into still like that singer-songwriter, but I started getting into uh, how sounds can create more like flourish in this way of like creating imagery for the listener, maybe Mm. Um, somewhat psychedelic, but not like full Mm -hmm. in. Not like fuzzed out or anything. Yeah. Um, Then now where I'm kind of heading, then it kind of got real in the most recent stuff. Uh, It it got a little bit more kind of poppy almost. I will say when I when I turned on Long Road, it was not I had expected like a singer songwriter thing, and it came in with this kind of like drum bit, and it was like oh, right. really full, and I was like, oh, that's not what I expected at all, you mm-hmm. know, which was which was cool because I like the song, but oh, thanks. It was just like it was interesting. I went, made a little playlist. Oh, <laughs> sweet, yeah. I'm, you know, with that, it's uh, I don't even know what category of music it really is in now, like the stuff that I write. I would say it's somewhat pop somewhat uh i don't what would you say honestly the intro to that it reminded me of a flaming lip song um and i couldn't tell you which one it kind of comes in with that like mm. and uh that's what that's immediately what it reminded me of some of the stuff probably that they were releasing in the early aughts but yeah i, I think that's just kind of like uh like psychedelic pop type uh type rock yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, you know, I dig music in that vein, like uh, Flaming Lips, or I went through a phase of listening to, um, oh, shoot, now I'm not, I can see his face, but I'm not remembering his name right now. Um, and maybe it'll come back to me. Recently, I've been listening to, like, Nikki Lane, uh, or... Uh, Willie Nelson's son, um, which his name is 
oh my god i'm like i have like a crush on him and i can't remember his <laughs> name right now <laughs> I, I'm sure it happens a lot to Willie Nelson's son. Uh, <laughs> right? He's just known as Willie Nelson's son. Oh, anyway, I saw him. Um, um, this is bad. I'm just going to call it mom brain. You know, <laughs> just like total lack of sleep. Uh, so him, I've been listening to kind of more like country stuff. I really like Eric Koskinen a mm. lot. Um I would love to actually record with him. It's been on my like, so Eric, if you're watching this, <laughs> his name comes up around here quite a bit. Does it? Yeah. People yeah. always mention Eric Koskinen. Um, I think, I mean, Adam Steinke, Josh Gravlin, they both talked about him, but I think they both work with him. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, throw that on the universe. Um, but yeah, so, um, honestly, like I've been wanting for my next batch of songs, I've been kind of wanting to veer a little bit more in like a country-ish vein, mainly, and, and a little bit back from what has been coming out, which has like a lot of, uh, kind of sample kind of styled of how it's recorded with like a, a MIDI controller, you know, mm -hmm. in that regard, I'm wanting to get back to more of like a rootsy approach um because it's just like where i'm at and also because it's easy it's easier to replicate that kind of stuff live mm -hmm. like solo or even with the band you know yeah so. the more midi stuff you bring in like there's always just a million live questions <sighs> <laughs> there's also like a million options when you're recording mm. that way too like hmm what about this sound this sound this sound this sound what's kind of organ <laughs> yeah there's something like there's there's something i find really comforting about having like a set of parameters or a box that has mm -hmm. limitations and I, I, we're very different in that way <laughs> but uh <laughs> i mean it's cool and then yeah so i don't know it's like i i've always think i think my sound forever is like the nucleus is i'm a songwriter um and then i think maybe the only avenue that i perhaps won't travel down i don't foresee myself doing like heavy metal um i don't really see myself as a rapper mm -hmm. because it would just be like stop you'd have to get a different shirt probably yeah. <laughs> what do you mean what do you mean <laughs> right uh. uh i'm still thinking about willie nelson's son oh I, you guys don't listen to him i don't i don't even know how to search for him i mean i could probably uh. just search willie nelson's son and i i know that it's spelt like it's how i remember it is like how is it spelt lucas nelson thank you lucas I was just Shout about to I look just, it up. I just started thinking, I, so that's like a phrase, you know, like, I am your father. Like, Luke, Lucas mm. Nelson. Lucas Nelson, Willie Nelson is your father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm funny. <laughs> uh, now, now we know. I, I, I feel like there's a bunch of musicians who, who are um, children of extremely famous people and either I didn't know or they're like named the second or third. Like, you know, you got Hank Williams all the way down. Mm -hmm. Just keep going with them and Ziggy Marley. Mm -hmm. Is that Bob Marley's kid's name? I think, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could name a bunch or of like, them. Yeah, there, there's like a relation there, pretty sure. Mm. 
Mm. But mm-hmm. well, why don't we uh, why don't we wrap it up there? I think that we can direct people to your upcoming song, "Moving On." Yeah, and it's uh, release in video form and audio coming soon, uh, as well as as well as our live version that we were able to capture with you. So thank you for joining us and uh, playing us some of those tunes there. Yeah, had a blast. Thanks for yeah. having me. Plugs. Uh, plugs. Where people find you shower? online? Oh, sure. Um, well, I'm on the Facebook. Uh, I'm on Instagram. Both are Stacy the K. So S-T-A-C-Y the K. Just the letter. Um, that's how you find me there. I am on Twitter, but I don't really do anything on it. Um, my website, do I, is this where I do this website too? www.stacythek.com. Um, SoundCloud, uh, yes. And Bandcamp is where if you purchase off of Bandcamp, it actually just goes to me, which is cool. Um, follow me on Spotify. And also if you want to spot, follow Mr. Doctor on Spotify, uh, I suggest to look up Summer in the Backseat and you'll find us that way because um, it seems to be a struggle when you just put in Mr. Doctor. Okay. Um, where else in the world? Uh, YouTube is where I found a lot hey, of cool videos. YouTube, of course. Yeah. Thanks for the reminder. But yeah, I usually try to do a video for each single I put out. So there should be starting to get a little bit of a list going on now. Yeah. Well, I was thoroughly impressed by the all the videos I watched. So cool! It's a g- great way to uh, to discover you, maybe. Thanks, and you know, a majority of them, um, I've put my old editing skills to back to work. So nice. I do a lot of the editing on on my own stuff, which is you still got the VHS lab. I <laughs> actually would love to bring that back in. Oh, I would love. To, I would love to see that. Yeah, it's like a double deck situation you know the vhs on the shoulder kind of way and um then you had a different tape for your intro options of like how you wanted you know your intro to look like and then a dial to put in the the typing or the text Mm. wow yeah yeah she my mom still has it i don't know if she'll let me have it yet but (laughs) soon enough it's a waiting game yep (laughs) but yeah so thanks again for um, having me here to talk about my hobby farm and music and children and all that. Well, thank you for joining us. We, we enjoyed hearing it. Thanks for coming on. Cool. Thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes for this in every episode at triplefalls.org. Thank you.